0: The Sunday Sit Down on Al FM. Okay, so take two, Ralph. Are you there now?
1: Hello, sir. Yes, I'm here. Pete from Sunny Doha in Qatar. How are you?
0: <laughs> sunny, you say. I think that's somewhat of an est- underestimation. Um, there's there's no real winter there, is there? Yeah, it's
1: actually only nineteen degrees. I landed yesterday. I came back from Oman two and a half weeks waiting for documents and people running around you with a shawl and have sick jackets on, which I've never seen before.
0: <laughs> wow. So it's
1: cold here, yeah, 19
0: yeah. degrees. Okay. Uh, yeah, that, that is cold for there. So just to kind of bring some people up to speed, um, Ralph is the one person, Ralph Gottschalk is the one person I speak to pretty much every year in the Sunday sit-down for the reason of kind of food trends and because he gets um, in any given year a lot of um, flying miles and stuff because you consult here, you consult there, you cook here, you cook there. Uh, what is it that you're busy with now?
1: Um, we've just finished um, last, on the uh, 20th of December. And we're in Qatar, we finished the Arab Cup, which is the event which was the previous year, the um, Confederation Cup, which was the event uh, leading up to the football world championship of FIFA, obviously. But the Confederation Cup was canceled. So now we had to the Arab Cup in Doha because all the stadiums are brand new. And we had to make like a test run in all the stadiums. And also the eight stadiums, we operate two of the stadiums. Of so course, yeah, that's what we did. And now we're working already towards the FIFA
0: World Cup, which is in 10 months. Yeah, because the last time we spoke, um, it was not long after you had been um, at the Rugby World Cup. Very interesting life that you lead and lots of interesting goodies that you get to see. I, I've seen some of the pictures and videos <laughs> that, that you've uh, posted, and particularly relating mm-hmm. to kind of the things like the quality of produce that is available there versus perhaps here. Yeah. And does a lot of it not come from South Africa?
1: It's, I tell you it's the most amazing thing if you we have beautiful supermarkets here. I mean like really, really, really big ones. Um, like the hypermarket I think would be small compared to the one we have here. But there's nothing there's nothing growing here in, in Qatar itself, everything is imported. Also, from apart from camel milk and camel meat, isn't much you can get here, everything is imported. And one of the biggest importers is our lovely South African fruits, um, especially the citrus fruits, which you can fly which you can find everywhere. And it also cost about uh, no, up to 12 times what we would pay in South
0: Africa. Up to 12 times more than we'd pay in South Africa. Wow. Uh, yeah, that, yes. that's that's uh, quite startling. So one of the things that you do in addition to, to consulting and obviously cooking all over the world is you started the South African Academy of Culinary Arts, uh, which has a, a kind of a, a smallish class of students with um, hands-on kind of tuition. And obviously, lots and lots and lots of experience that the um, fairly small class gets. How how is that going?
1: Well, it's going really, really well. I mean, obviously, the last two years, we really had a bit of issues with COVID, like we wrote. Um, But however, we went went quite strong out. And um, this year now, we're starting again in March. And this year... Because I was in Qatar and I made some really good relations, and what's also important to know for people is that in Qatar you can't find any labor because all the people in this country have a job. Otherwise, you couldn't be allowed to be here in this country. So I made a deal with our company I work for, and the students this year from SACA. Um, as long as they behave properly and they don't cut their fingers off, so that means they have proper knife skills, so that's an opportunity to go with me in November here to Qatar and take part at the FIFA World Championship. Fantastic opportunity for them, let's put it this way.
0: Yeah, um, I, I, I see that you're also kind of um, broadening the offering at uh, the Academy by getting some uh, guest chefs in and, and recognizing some of, of the local talent.
1: It was very really amazing because you said this before, I was in Oman for maybe over two weeks waiting for my visa. And one evening I watched uh, Netflix, the Oman version of Netflix. And there was an the ultimate pie mask on and who is running over the screen or Chef Ellen for news, which I was so amazed by and I was so happy and so proud of him because he's such a nice guy and him and his wife, Simone, were doing such a great job there. And there's such creative chefs as well and such caring chefs and I think we need more of those. And like there, for example, yeah, there will be guest classes at our school with students. Every year we try to add value, you know, so, I mean, so more students learn, so better they get. That's, that's the most important part. We're looking for a few other chefs in PE, which can also take part. There's a lot of talent in Port Elizabeth. And yeah, so, not bigger is better, but some um, more the input is, some more knowledge. That would
0: be very helpful. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I can just imagine. Um, how in touch are you still, um, because I mean, you've been in and out of the country quite a, quite a lot. How in touch are you with um, the, the restaurant scene in Kbeka uh, slash Port Elizabeth? And can you pronounce it? Kubeka. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take it. <laughs> Port Elizabeth, you mean? <laughs> well, yes. When I, was,
1: when, I, when I was leaving last time, it, I, I did ask actually at the airport uh, in Johannesburg. I said, everybody makes such a big deal out of the name. I said, but if you go and look at the um, departure boards, then I couldn't find it because there was Port Elizabeth written. So it was quite, uh, yeah, it was a bit funny yeah. to see that. Yeah. In regards to the restaurant scene in Port Elizabeth, I think to be honest, it's like it's worldwide. Okay, this is not only South Africa. I spoke to many of my friends laws in Europe and you can't actually find chefs. It's 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 amazing. I mean, there's about ninety thousand chefs in, in France, for example, which have changed their professions. Wow. Um, they there are now bus drivers, they work for delivery companies. This sounds maybe really funny but actually is isn't because due to the policies of the government in all the countries and closing down restaurants for two months, opening for one month, closing for two months. Obviously, you know, these people have to you know, have to make a living to um, provide for their families. So many, many, many people have yes, swapped their, their profession. Also, to find chefs these days is very, very difficult, and especially to find good chefs in which I experienced, because a lot of people have left. And there are now... So the last four or five weeks now, there's a tremendous amount of chefs requirements, even in South Africa. I mean, I'm, I'm still involved and I see every day what is needed. So there are so many jobs out there. And so who is a chef who stays here? You shouldn't have a problem to find a job. Let's put it this way.
0: Yeah, interesting. So th- th- what has been your experience of, of, of COVID um, kind of firsthand?
1: Um, COVID was obviously COVID issue as well. And Qatar is very, very strict. Let's put it this way. You have an application on your phone. This application, you have to, wherever you go, it's a supermarket. You want to go to the cinema. You have to show your telephone. This is an um, uh, application of the gov- uh, Qatari government. And if you don't have that, then you can't come in. As simple as it is. If you don't wear mask, you pay uh, 5000 Qatari. That's $1,300. So that's what, 20000 rand nearly. Yep. You pay a fine. So they're, they're very, very strict here. In regards to work, it was very interesting. There's an event Cup. obviously, um, we did a lot of food. I mean, we made about four or 5,000 people, and we provided for them. So, everything had to be designed in uh, less touch point, we called it. So, food was served to the customers. Customers wouldn't help themselves, so the service spoon, service tongue wasn't touched twice. Um, Food was designed more individually than um, helping out of, let's say, shaving dishes or buffet setups. Yeah, it was a big undertaking, and now we will plan for the Soccer World Cup where we are planning to do approximately between 80 and 140,000 covers. Yeah, that's a big undertaking, and I think COVID will still play a role. I hope it's gone by then, but I think we still have to consider certain things how to do this properly and professionally and safe. That's the most important part.
0: Yes, surely. Um, that 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 is a staggering amount of food that 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 you are going to be overseeing um, indirectly. I, I I don't know that I pun intended have, would have the stomach for for that kind of an undertaking. It it's just it's bewildering to for for me to try and kind of um, picture that kind of even. Um, just to wrap up, twenty twenty two after two years of of disruption, are there food trends to talk about?
1: I. I spoke again with a friend in Germany last week, and then I, I googled it myself a little bit because I was a little bit out of it. I mean, food trends, I think people have obviously still not much money, a lot of people lost their jobs, um, and food so is actually, top so of this, became very expensive. Um, I think in South Africa it's, it's still okay, somehow. So it's easy to say from the city we are obviously, but. Um, if you see what food costs here, it's it's mind blowing. It is so expensive. I mean you you could not go out here and have let's say two course meal uh and maybe a bottle of wine. Um, it puts you back at least at least fifteen hundred grand. That's at least below you know, that you wouldn't get anything. Yeah. The biggest thing is like every every beginning of the year anybody wants to look better, feel better, everybody wants to be quick healthy. And the keto diet. So the keto diet is the biggest phenomenon in the culinary industry for the last 12 months. It was the most Googled diet. It actually took over the Atkins diet last year. It was the most Googled word uh, in terms of food and culinary. And there's so many bakeries coming up um, in this keto products. So even the restaurants, they have their own keto sections. There's people becoming... Yeah, they're, they're, they're on the shelf here, you know, that's that's one thing and there's also more and more and more vegetarians i mean if you see the products on the market in europe and when i saw the ultimate prime master there were also some products which was plant-based but you think basically you eat meatballs or uh steak yeah it's quite amazing it's yeah. quite amazing and i think this will be the trend More and more people are vegetarian
0: that's for sure yeah
1: and diet diet diet
0: Uh, Ralph, thank you very much. Um, We will um, stay stay in touch and uh, keep uh, posting all those pictures and and, uh, little videos and stuff uh, of both the architecture and the produce and um, life in the Sandy Place. Thanks again. Enjoy the rest of Sunday. Thank you, Sean. Thanks. Bye-bye. On air. air. Online. Online. And all over your world.
1: This is Algoa FM.